Hello, everyone. I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast. Today, we have a fantastic show. We're talking about anxiety, the underlying root causes of anxiety, and the six heavy metals that can contribute to anxiety and how they do so. So we're going to have Dr. Nicole Kane on the show today. This is a really, really interesting show because we talk about you know, all the different reasons that people can have anxiety. We talk about the microbiome. We talk about emotional trauma, which is a huge underlying root cause. Uh, we'll talk about, like I mentioned, the heavy metals. Um, but there's so much more to this. The, there's a lot of different underlying root causes of anxiety. And you have to go through this list to, you know, figure out what your trigger is. We also talk about benzodiazepines and different medications that people take and the, the pros and cons of those, mostly cons. And there are, we talk about supplement alternatives to benzodiazepines and other types of medications that are given to people for anxiety. And there's lots of alternatives out there. There's lots of natural things that you can take or ways that you can address anxiety without first resorting to a medication. They are necessary at times, you know, I'm all for band-aids, um, but you know, I'm always about going to DEFCON one before you go to DEFCON two or three, like try to do something that's maybe more natural or different alternatives before you're resorting to a medication. So great show today with Dr. Nicole Kane. This is her specialty. So tune in if you're dealing with anxiety. I know you guys listening to the show are concerned about your body burden of toxins. And that's why I'm doing the show. I, we just passed our 400th episode. So I've been doing this show without fail every week, publishing a show for eight years. So it's just uh, really something to celebrate. I'm so excited about what I do every morning. Uh, when I wake up every day, I'm so passionate about getting, getting you this vital information to dramatically improve your life and help you to make better choices and address the, the true underlying causes of your health issues. And so I created a quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com. They can very quickly give you an assessment of your toxic body burden of toxins, give you a score after you take the quiz. And then you get a free video series about you know introducing you to detoxification, what that looks like, how long it takes, and answers a lot of your frequently asked questions about detoxification of heavy metals and chemicals. So go take it at heavymetalsquiz.com. So our guest today, Dr. Nicole Kane, wants to make sure you have the tools to send your anxiety backstage so that you can live your best life. And Dr. Nicole Kane is a naturopathic doctor with an expertise in mental health, specifically anxiety. And not only has she worked with anxiety sufferers for over a decade, she's experienced the debilitating grips of anxiety herself. And this inspired her nine-week online course for tackling anxiety at the root called the Anxiety Breakthrough through program. So you learn more about Dr. Kane and her work at drnicolekane.com. Dr. Kane, thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm delighted to be here. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into the health field? 
My background is actually clinical psychology. I went to graduate school, got a master's in clin psych and found that while I loved the mental health piece that I felt really limited in my ability to really make whole person changes with my clients. And so after lots of researching and soul searching and doing deep dives into what kinds of things were out there, I found naturopathic medicine. And in my medical training, I had the opportunity to do rotations. I did research at Baylor College of Medicine. I did oncology research. I was able to preceptor at different hospitals and still had that love and that passion for mental health and found that I was able to see this really complex it's really powerful. I was going to say just like all, all encompassing relationship between the mind and the brain, the brain and toxicity. And I started to marry those together. And I've been doing that for over a decade in my practice as a, a primary care mental health practitioner. Oh, wow. And that's so needed right now. I mean, so many people are dealing, dealing with anxiety and fear and so what are, what are your approaches to anxiety? So what, what are the mechanisms that promote anxiety in the body? When I think about the mechanisms that promote anxiety, I call it the cast of characters. And that kind of helps us explain it in more layperson's tones. And so when I'm talking to a client, we'll talk about your psychological cast of characters. And so these are the mechanisms of the different parts of myself, my trauma, my experiences, what it was like growing up in my household. This can bring in culture and race. And then your second cast of characters is your social cast of characters, which really starts to look at the way that you exist amongst and within your community, your family, and the way that that can impact your nervous system. And then the third cast of characters are the biological, which is really where your zone of genius comes into play with metals and anxiety, but it can go beyond that too. And some of the conversations that I have with people are lifestyle and diet and detoxification and nutrition and genetics and epigenetics and your vagus nerve. And so when we're looking at anxiety, we really want to do a whole person approach because one thing affects the other and really for everybody it's different. But that being said, Part of why I love your work and this podcast that you have so much is because really fundamentally everybody in some way, shape or form is dealing with toxicity. And that's a part of the conversation that I think is often missed with anxiety. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I very rarely have heard uh, people talk about toxins in relation to anxiety. And so what are the, the heavy metals and, and any chemicals that uh, could lead to anxiety? There are six primary heavy metals that I think about when it comes to anxiety in particular. And so the six heavy medical metals are arsenic, cadmium, lead, mercury, uh, uranium, which is uh, found in batteries in the rocks in the ground, or cadmium and batteries, and uh, platina or palladium. And so those are the top six ones that I look at. And what's really interesting is the way that they work to cause anxiety, because 
a lot of people where we end up finding that that is the cause where metals are what's actually the root, what's underneath of a diagnosis, like generalized anxiety disorder is that they have been treated for years for anxiety and the treatment just isn't working. And then the doctors slap on this label of your refractory to treatment. Um, treatment isn't helping you. And also when people have hormone type symptoms with their anxiety. So I see this a lot in polycystic ovarian syndrome or PMS, or when somebody goes through a childbirth and delivery, and then they deal with postpartum type symptoms, but then when they do the testing, they're all normal. And that's when these six metals really come into play. And I can explain a little bit more about that in a little bit as we get there. Yeah. And so in addition to detox, I mean, how can people tar specifically target their symptoms of anxiety? Because there's so many things that people can do. They can detox and they can, there, there's so many different options out there for anxiety, but how do they specifically target the symptoms? So while you're working on the root cause of what's bringing the anxiety into your picture to begin with, and you know, those three cast of characters, while you're working on the biological, the psychological, and the social cast of characters, sometimes we need something right now to help reduce that anxiety. And in fact, if we're stuck in this vicious loop, then it can make it harder to figure out what's what, right? And that's in fact, one of my stories as part of how I got to where I am is that I was so focused on trying to find the root cause that my anxiety was spinning out of control. So I love that you're asking the question. It's like, okay, how can we address it right now? What do we do? And there are so many things that work and I'll give some ideas now, but the thing I want to make sure that your listeners hear is that you have to experiment because something that works for you right now may not work in a month. And so it's kind of a little bit of trial and error, but the best thing is to target your brainstem. The brainstem is the part of the body that is turned way up in anxiety and it responds to tangible things. So if we rewind and we do a little bit of an exploration of how the brain is working when you're anxious, we can make a figure of a fist. And this is from Dan Siegel. He makes the figure of a fist and then your fingers are curled over your thumb. And so in your fingers, this area represents the prefrontal cortex. This is the area behind your forehead. It's the logical part of the brain. And this is where talk therapy really emphasizes their treatment is should you feel anxious? What are your anxious thoughts? Kind of rationalizing your way through the anxiety process. And for some people that works, but for a lot of people, it isn't enough. And so the second part of the brain is your limbic system. This is right in the middle of your brain where your thumb is, it's the emotional seat of the brain. And this is when you can feel foreboding or you can feel anxious, but it isn't logical. It doesn't make sense. Kind of like a phobia. Like I have a fear of flying, even though flying is safe, it's coming from my midbrain, right? And so strategies that can help with that would be more of the psychological part of the ego state, the EMDR, the trauma work, getting into those deeper emotions, getting outside of what is logical, meditation, mindfulness. 
And then the last part where I want to focus is the brainstem and the brainstem is represented in this image as your wrist. And the brainstem is what gets turned way up when we're anxious and panicking. Your logical brain is turned down. You can't think everything's jumbled. Your emotional, your amygdala is turned way up and your brainstem is producing all of those feelings of anxiety, like heart racing, numbness and tingling. You're feeling flushed, restless, nauseated, dizzy, dissociated. And the brainstem is running the show. And so the best thing that you can do right now, if you're dealing with anxiety is to target the brainstem. And my favorite way to do that is by making a panic pack and a panic pack. I used a sequiny gold fanny pack because I like to be hands-free and it's fun and cool. And you can just bring it anywhere that you are. And you build your fanny pack with tools that will help stimulate your brainstem. So you're going to want to include essential oils. Essential oils will stimulate the olfactory part of the brain through inhalation. Essential oils can also, we've seen in the clinical literature can absorb into the skin and they have chemical constituents that can help calm your nervous system. There's an essential oil hack where your vagus nerve and your vagus nerve is that autonomic nervous system dial, that dial that shifts you from fight, flight, anxiety down into feeling calm on command. And you can access that switch by putting essential oil in the bowl of your ear. And so the bowl of your ear is just simply on the cartilage, just above your earlobe over that little ledge. And by placing that there, the essential oil can absorb and stimulate the vagus nerve. So that's the first thing you're going to want in your panic pack. And then the second thing that you're going to want is a straw that's cut in half or a little bubble wand, because the second thing that we want to do is we want to work with the breath by slowing down the exhale, by slowing down the exhale, you activate your vagus nerve to switch you into a calm state. And then you also want to include an ice pack. And I don't know about you, but I'm a girl on the go and I can't carry freezer packs with me, but they do have really cool chemical packs online where if you break the chemical pack, it turns really cold. And so it's small, it's compact. And then what you want to do is put it on your eyes around where you might apply concealer or eyeshadow. And this evokes something called the dive response. And the dive response is something that we observed in deep sea divers who, when they would dive down, their blood pressure would go down, their heart rate would go down, their anxiety would go down. And that can work within 30 seconds if you're having extreme anxiety. And the rest of the panic pack, I have a blog I'll share with your listeners that explains more about what you want to include, but those are kind of some of my big high hitters if the stress is high. Yeah. That's fantastic to have a tool like that when you're on the go. I like rescue remedy, like bought flower remedies too. Those are awesome as well. And, and I use, uh, to activate my vagus nerve, I use uh, like an Apollo, it's an Apollo bracelet that you can yes. use. Um, but there's, there's other vagus nerve stimulators out there, but that one's kind of nice, uh, to wear. People love them. Everyone I know that has one absolutely loves them. Is, are there any other tools that you like? 
to stimulate the vagus nerve? You know, the vagus nerve can be stimulated by doing a Valsalva, which is interesting in terms of just like anywhere on the go. Have you ever seen a kid when a kid's getting really upset and anxious that they'll kind of like fall their fist and just like bear down, like they're about to pop. That's called a Valsalva move. And that actually activates the vagus nerve and it calms your nervous system down. So it's really neat. You see these kids who are naturally impulsively doing this behavior, which we're like, you're having a temper tantrum. Why are you doing that? But actually their body inherently knows how to calm their vagus nerve. And I love the Apollo and the other thing that you can do is there's a heart math. They have heart rate variability monitors that you can, you can get a device to plug into your smartphone. And I really like that because when I was told, Oh, work with the breath, I was like, Oh my gosh, everyone tells me to breathe when I'm anxious, stop telling me to breathe. But when you see what it's doing to the body, then it's really quite a lot more of interesting of a conversation. Yeah. And so we talked, we touched on heavy metals a little bit and a handful of metals of the, the arsenic and the uranium, et cetera. Can you give us a little bit more information about those and like where somebody would pick those up? And where they would pick them up. And then also how the heck are they causing issues? Cause yeah. a lot of people will say, well, I'm, I'm not toxic. I'm fine. Why are you having all these symptoms? And the, the really important thing to know is that we could be picking these things up as children. You know, you, it's all about threshold. So you may be in a, a lit playing in a park and there may be lead paint on the playground equipment, or you may be using batteries or old thermometers where there's mercury in these old thermometers. A lot of these metals are also in new carpet. A lot of these are in paint. They're in gasoline and car exhaust. They're in the aluminum foil that we wrap our campfire dinner in, right? All of these toxins are all around us. And so when we think about heavy metals, there's something really tricky about them. And it's that your heavy, your body has nutrient minerals. They have like zinc and, um, calcium and magnesium, and they're in the same family as lead and mercury and these different heavy metals. And so because they're in the same family, it can be very confusing for your body because we don't want heavy metals in our body. We want our nutritional metals in our body. We want the minerals, but the metals can actually go in and cause disruption. And Heavy metals do that in three primary ways. And so it's, they disrupt enzyme systems, hormone systems, and organ systems. And so an enzyme system is really interesting when it comes to anxiety. So for example, you have neurotransmitters in your brain, like serotonin and dopamine and glutamine and GABA and epinephrine. And all of these neurotransmitters have really important jobs. And the job of your brain is to make them from the food that you bring into your diet. So let's talk about an enzyme system. So for example, we have an enzyme and the job of the enzyme is to take a mineral like zinc and to bind that to a B vitamin. 
And so now the enzymes activated these two together, and then they can take your amino acids from your food and turn that into a neurotransmitter. So it may take tryptophan from your food and turn it into serotonin. And that's good and wonderful. So you have somebody who is really anxious, right? So they're experiencing a lot of anxiety. They're having a lot of panic attacks, but they do testing and everything looks normal. They shouldn't be having anxiety. And then they go and they see a functional medicine doctor and they're like, well, your neurotransmitter levels look normal. I don't see any imbalances there. You shouldn't be anxious. And so then the person starts to feel like it's all in their head, right? And so what's actually happening in cases like this is that it could be dysfunction of the enzyme system caused by the metal. So suddenly, instead of zinc getting into that process, we have something like mercury or lead and those metals jump into those receptors. And then suddenly that enzyme doesn't work. And so your body has tryptophan it has the nutrients from your food, but it can't bind it. It can't make that reaction happen. And so now you're not making serotonin. And so metals can create issues in this enzyme systems that are really hard to capture and test. And so in terms of what you do about that is if you have emotional cognitive focus problems with your, your thinking problems with your, your reactions. If you're taking medications, if you've tried a bunch of treatments and they're not working, you should look at metals. If your blood pressure is going up for no apparent reason, like if you're finding that you're needing more and more blood pressure medications, you should be looking at metals. If you have hormone issues, but your hormone levels are normal, you should be looking at metals kind of like a glimpse into how those metals could actually be disrupting your brain and your mood. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just metals impact every different system in the body, organ system and different pathways. And, and they also, you know, can damage the nervous system as well. And so what can people do to repair the nervous system after heavy metal damage? There's the category of herbs called trophy restoratives, and they are absolutely amazing at helping restore the health of the nervous system. In fact, we have a ton of research literature looking at the efficacy of trophy restoratives. My two favorite trophy restoratives, which are again, plants that can actually heal the brain, heal the nervous system tissue are Avena sativa and Ginkgo biloba. And the wonderful thing is, is that these are generally very safe. They're gentle. And I use them all the time in patients who are taking medications and people who are doing a detox. And so as, as we're working on healing is we always first want to work on building up the body, especially before asking it to detox, we want to build up the body. So we always start with trophy restorative herbs, ginkgo biloba, avena sativa. And then we want to give the brain other ingredients that help those pathways to go more effectively and go more quickly. We want to support the health of the neuron that cell in your brain and other ingredients. I love for that are phosphatidylserine and acetyl L-carnitine and phosphatidylserine is really cool because it's also anti-anxiety. Phosphatidylserine has a few really cool effects. One is that it will 
increase the health of your brain. It increases the health of the phospholipid bilayer. These are the, the fatty cells that surround your brain cells, the, the myelin sheath, that, that outside part of your neuron, right? So phosphatidylserine nourishes that. And then the second thing that phosphatidylserine does is it brings down your anxiety. It brings down your cortisol. So it reduces stress. So when we're anxious and when we're stressed out, it helps to bring down that anxiety, bring down that stress. So I often will put some phosphatidylserine in my panic pack. And uh, then the other, it's a wonderful ingredient. And then the acetyl L-carnitine, I think of it as like the car that gets you from point A to point B. So it helps with synaptic connections. It helps sending information so that the brain cells work better. And then, so we're building up the brain, we're building up the body, we're using trophy restoratives, we're using Avena, we're using Ginkgo. Now we've got some phosphatidylserine on board, we're bringing down the anxiety a little bit. And now we want to start replacing some of those minerals that have been displaced by the metals. So we were talking about zinc earlier in that enzyme reaction, binding with the B vitamins so that you can turn tryptophan into serotonin. And then you have serotonin for helping you feel good and think and function. And so we want to measure your zinc. And if your zinc is low, we want to replace it. And so we want to start replacing your minerals. And that's often neglected by major supplement companies is there's a lot of companies that'll give you all sorts of wonderful B vitamins, but people feel better for a few months, but then after a few months have passed, they've burned through all their minerals. They're not getting enough to replace it. And then they end up feeling 10 times worse. So we want to give the body and the brain minerals. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been talking about minerals for 10 years and I think people, you know, want to think about certain issues is very complex. But if you're, you have to go back to basics, if you don't have enough minerals, you're going to feel stress. Your nervous system uh, won't be able to relax. You, minerals relax your nervous system and reduce stress and calm your, calm your nerves. And it's one of the easiest and least expensive types of supplements that you can take. Yeah. Like magnesium is one of the, the best anti-anxiety. So if you're, if someone's listening to this and you're wondering, oh my goodness, where do I start? a lot of people feel so much better just getting magnesium in their bodies. And there's this, I have no affiliation, but there's this product called Calm Mag, which you can find at most grocery stores. That is a pretty yummy, tolerable magnesium. And people often just getting that in can make a pretty big impact. Yeah. And when I first started taking minerals, I started taking magnesium and calcium and I could not believe how much less stress I felt and I slept better. It made such a huge, huge impact in a very short period of time. So that's a back to basics. It doesn't have to be super complex, but you want to do basics and work up from there for sure. Mm -hmm. And so is there anything we've left out of this conversation, um, th things that you recommend for people for anxiety? I think that the most important thing about anxiety is the way that we relate to our anxiety it's, I feel like oftentimes we approach anxiety as an adversary. It's how can I beat anxiety? How can I silence anxiety? How can I suppress anxiety? But anxiety is an opportunity to see that there may be something out of balance. So if, for example, mad hatter syndrome, you know, we know the story of the mad hatter from Alice in Wonderland, right? Had he 
and he was re- he had mercury poisoning and had his body not been telling him with symptoms and all of these systems were getting messed up and they were becoming dysfunctional had he not had symptoms then we would not have had the data to know that he needed healing and so by having symptoms, you are able to begin the process of exploring your cast of characters, getting to the root cause of why you feel the way that you feel so that not only does your anxiety need to get better, but the rest of your body gets better too, which will help you in your long-term life be as healthy as possible. And so changing the relationship to anxiety. And so when anxiety comes up, a message that I teach my clients is When your anxiety presents itself is just stop for a moment and say, I hear you and I'm listening. What do you need me to know? And oftentimes that can give us so much data as to what needs healing is I stop. I acknowledge you. I hear you. What do you need me to know? And then we can start the process of diving into healing. Yeah. And it, you know, it's what I hear from friends or clients that have anxiety that they start feeling a little bit of anxiety and then it just spirals out of control. It's kind of their perception of it. You know, they can have a full blown anxiety attack simply because they're, they're scared of having an anxiety attack. It's kind of like this cash 22. So you Mm -hmm. do have to get some perspective on that. Like fear of the fear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Getting depressed about being depressed. (laughs) That's what I used to put that in perspective. Like I I just need to, you know, allow this feeling to wash over me and not get depressed or anxious about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I I was going to say, I am the sky and the storm is here, but I am not the storm. Yeah. And it will pass. It will pass inevitably. And so what are you currently working on and how can uh, people work with you to curb their anxiety? I have a ton of free things for people online. I'm really active on Instagram. And so if you pop into Instagram, I'm at Dr. Nicole Kane. So D-R-N-I-C-O-L-E-C-A-I-N. And then there's a link in the bio where I have a ton of free stuff. I have an anxiety springboard. I have a one week challenge in there. And I have a course It's the anxiety breakthrough course, which is where I walk you through all of the naturopathic functional ways to send anxiety into its rightful place as a warning system, but not your center stage. And so if somebody is just wanting some support right now, bop on Instagram and download our free information. I think that's a really awesome place to start. I do see some people direct patient care. I'm really limited. And so if someone wants to work with me directly, they could click on the link in the bio and it can take them to an application page at my website. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was so enlightening about all the different causes of anxiety and different, like very simple solutions. And this absolutely is something you can get under control, you know, fairly easily. But like you said, there are so many different underlying root causes. You need to work with someone that's an expert. And, you know, I'm not, I'm just not a fan of, I mean, I'm a fan of band-aids temporarily, you know, like the, uh, but, you know, I've taken Xanax myself when I had a period where I wasn't sleeping and it's so addictive. I, it was hell 
getting off uh, Xanax. And there's other medications in that family of diazepam medications. And they are absolutely some of the worst medications to come off of. And so you really want to think twice before, uh, you know, your doctor casually prescribes that to you without really giving you this informed consent about how addictive they are. Can you give us some perspective on that? Babe? Yes. That that's a big part of my story. And so I'll share that with you when, so I never stopped. I went through undergraduate. I got my graduate degree. I went to medical school. I was selected for a residency and then I was running a private practice. And then I opened a clinic and I was redesigning the psych curriculum at the medical school I was working at. And so doing all of the things and your nervous system loves homeostasis. Right. And so when you're doing Xanax and Xanax, (laughs) yeah. Oh, and Xanax was a friend. And so I was more and more and more stressed. And I was constantly thinking about, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I stopped sleeping and because I wasn't sleeping, I felt like garbage and I was having a ton of anxiety. It would be like, oh my God, tonight I'm going to get really anxious. I'm going to have a panic attack. I'm not going to sleep and I have to work tomorrow. And so I tried all sorts of naturopathic herbs. I tried kava, kava and theanine and rescue remedy. And I did acupuncture and chiropractic medicine and homeopathy. I did all of the things and I ended up taking Xanax and then my dose of Xanax got higher and higher. And so then they switched me to the longer acting diazepam and that got higher and higher. And my anxiety just got louder and louder and louder. And so now I find myself in this vicious loop of panic, insomnia, more panic, medication after medication after medication. And my life was crumbling And it wasn't until I was willing and able to look at the big pink elephant in the room, which was the choices that I was making in my life, that I wasn't able to be free from that vicious cycle. And so I had to say no to things that I desperately wanted to say yes to, and then begin the journey of recovery, which involved coming down on benzos. And that is one of the hardest things I've ever done. It is incredibly difficult. And thanks to naturopathic medicine, it, I was able to do it. And I'm really grateful for that. But as you're listening to this podcast, make sure that if you are on benzodiazepines and you're hearing this, you're like, Oh my gosh, I want to get off of them is do it with a doctor and slow and steady wins the race. Cause it's really important that you don't send your nervous system into a slingshot where it causes long-term benzoyl withdrawal. You want to be really gentle and slow with it. Yeah. I didn't, I really was not thinking at all when I, I I was only taking like a 0.5 milligrams of Xanax. It was such a small amount seemingly. And I just Mm -hmm. stopped taking it one day and I didn't sleep or eat for three days. And I thought maybe I should start, maybe I should take the Xanax again and, um, and started taking it again and then slowly and I immediate relief of all my symptoms. And then I started just slowly tapering off, you know, a half of the 0.5 and then 
for a few weeks and then a quarter for a few weeks and then like an eighth and there's a little nibble uh, off the pill. And then I finally was able to get off it, but it, it was absolute hell. And so the, like, you want to look for natural alternative ways to address your anxiety before you are, uh, you know, going to that crutch because it's, it's really, it, it's a tough road uh, to get off that. And the supplements too, you know, a lot of people will just take hundreds and hundreds of dollars of supplements and now they're hooked on supplements if they haven't gotten to the root cause. So if I had, if I had exposure to arsenic when I was a kid and then my barrel got full throughout life. And so now I have these breakthrough symptoms happening and I'm just taking all of every herb and my symptoms are getting more and more chronic. I'm doing myself a disservice. And so I think it's really important too to emphasize that just because it's natural or herbal doesn't necessarily mean that it's good and safe and the answer. So I think a lot of people think, well, it's kava kava, it's fine. Uh, it's not Xanax at least. And it, but this anxiety is trying to tell you something and the kava kava is effectively increasing your GABA to make you feel more calm, but is it answering the question as to why the anxiety is speaking? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm all for band-aids. I'm all for something to address the symptoms so you're comfortable until you can get to the underlying root cause because that's going to be a lot of trial and error uh, trying to fix that, you know, and it can take time once you even pinpoint what the issue is, but, but yeah, just, there's a, no little warning label with all these things. (laughs) Um, but why don't you tell us your website again and and how clients can work with you? Yeah, I'm Dr. Nicole Kane, and you can find me at my website, drnicolekane.com. And then also check us out on Instagram. We respond to every DM, every message. And so if you have a question or you want to know a little bit more, we've got your back. And so you can find us there. Okay, fantastic. Well, Dr. Kane, thanks so much for coming on the show. And everyone, thank you so much for listening every week and tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast. I just am so passionate about helping you find the underlying root cause of your health issues. And if you've been listening to this show for a while, It continues to surprise me how many different symptoms and health issues and organ systems that are affected by heavy metals and chemicals. You have to be looking at this no matter what your health issue or symptom is and adding detox to your health regimen. That's the the reason I'm doing this show to get that message across to you. So thanks for tuning in. I'm Wendy Myers of MyersDetox.com and I will see you guys very soon. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.